Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome back to another edition of The Spilled Tea. Um, David is here, and also Kyle. Say hello, Kyle. Hello, guys. How's it going? And we also have Doug. Say hello, Doug. Hey, everybody. And unfortunately, Dallas decided to go to Paris or whatever. So stupid. Um, Yeah, whatever. (laughs) He's in Paris. And yeah, whatever. La-di-da. So we're just going to carry on without that. Yeah. I hope it rains there or something. We're going to carry on without that bitch. But, um... We are going to have Kyle host the show this time. Dallas hosted last time, so take it away, Kyle. Well, thank you so much. I hope I can do it justice. Like I'm not a seasoned pro like you two are, so um, I'll give it my best shot. So I just wanted to kind of say hi to everybody, and just like as we usually start off, I'll just kind of give you a little rundown of like how my week's been and then shoot it over to the guys so they can kind of tell the same and just kind of give us a little recap. Like, for me, it's just been a busy week at work. We're ramping up for um, holiday and stuff for, you know, those in the retail biz. So um, just getting that stuff done and then just putting my apartment together, still, you know, adjusting to the New York life. I'm hanging out with friends and stuff. And then um, today just kind of took a break and kind of went to see a movie and stuff. So it's all been really good. So I think it's just moving along. The weather's kind of getting a little bit better and chillier, so it's nice as opposed to humid and sticky. So I'm kind of liking mm-hmm. that. So um that's basically the rundown for me so far. It's just kind of the same old, same way. When something exciting happens, I'll be sure to let you know. But for now, that's mm-hmm. So what a, how about you, David? Um, I recently signed the lease for my new place, and I found out that, thank you, <clears throat> one of my good friends is going to be my new roommate. I talked him into it. So that's going to be exciting. And I don't know how I did it, but I thought of a fourth book, so I'm writing that now. Congrats. That's great. Yeah. So that's been, um, that's basically been my weekend on a whole. Yeah, and just resting. Um, how about you? Congratulations. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, everything's Thanks. just like kind of falling into place. It's exciting, you know, with the job, the move to Boston, the play. So congratulations. And now that you've got inspiration for another book, so that's amazing news. We, could all, we should all be so lucky. I don't have sound effects for clapping, but I'm, uh, you just, just pretend that you hear it. Sorry. Oh, I hear lots of things. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Um, so, Doug, will you have any news to share with us, or you just want to just talk about how your week's been, how you're feeling, stuff like that? Let's um, well, not a whole lot happened this week. Um, I did go down on Friday night to L.A., uh, which is like an hour and a half away, for those who don't know where I live. Uh, not going to tell you where, because I don't want no stalkers, at least until Bill McDermott starts stop stalking on this fall on TV. Hello. Um, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I did go down. I did see uh, Katie Segal. Those who uh, may not realize it, she is a singer. Uh, she started out as um, 
Kyle and I were talking that she was part of uh, a backup singer for uh, Bette Midler when she first started, and she did uh, two solo albums in the uh, 90s. Uh, and then she, of course, started as uh, Peg Bundy, as we all know, for like, I don't even know how many years she was on. And then she is now on Sons of Anarchy. And she's touring now, just a small tour with uh, the the band, um, which is uh, Katie Seagal and the Four Strangers. So I got a chance to go down there and see her. And uh, it was it was amazing to be able to finally see her after two decades because I'm a big fan of her music. And, uh, and I, oh, also Keaton Simons was uh, opening. Uh, he's an up-and-upcoming artist. You can check him out at Keaton Simons. He's got a great voice. And... Uh, that was pretty much it. Um, when we, when we, um, I'll, I'll talk later uh, about something that happened during that concert. But other than that, that's pretty much all I've done. And plus, I just started. Um, I, da- I downloaded all the Sons of Anarchy, and I'm starting, and I'm already half the way through season one. So I'm gonna try to get caught up before the, the rest of the set, this new season that's on. Yeah, I don't think it's still a later season where she opens up a can of whoop ass on this Tisdale, on Ashley Tisdale. That was the only episode that I saw. She only had like a three episode arc. <laughs> Of course you saw that episode. If anything was Zach or Ashley or, I mean, you know. All, all things Ashley, you know, and unfortunately I didn't get invited to her wedding, which happened last week, but anyway. Mm. Um, so that's, you know, just something I was put on my bucket list for her, maybe her second marriage. Um, but one thing, since we were talking about Katie in the concert, what is, what is kind of like her music styling now? I mean, because being a backup singer and then going into, is she a kind of hard rocker, more soulful? Just, a, just briefly, like, what kind of music does she? I mean, because I feel back because I know her, I know her more of an actress as opposed to a singer. But it would be kind of interesting to know what kind, what, what's her, um, like, what's her style? Like, what? Because she comes across as like she could be like this hard rocker per, type person, but also mm-hmm. very soulful yeah. as well. You know? Yeah. Well. Um... <laughs> oh, David. Hmm. David could care less about this topic. So you might as well just go mm-hmm. mute and listen to Mario Menudo or whatever, whoever, whatever that woman's name is. Um, um, Menudo anyway. doesn't even exist anymore. Thank you. Well, I don't know what her name is. Menudos. Menudos. What's her last name? <laughs> okay, that's Maria <laughs> Menudos. Totally different that's person. What I was Menudo to is a band from Puerto Rico. I know. I know well, that. Okay. Anyway. Well, well, I, listeners, this was just our tribute to Latin Heritage Month. Okay, that was apparently from Latin Heritage Month. Oh my oh, you God! Goodness. Anyway, face mm. palm. All right. Anyway, uh, Kyle, uh, her first two albums that came out were very just like mellow, mellow music, kind of soulful mellow music. Now that she's um, and that was in the 90s. Now that she's been on the show, she, she does covers. The, the band does covers of, of like, a Son of a Preacher Man and, and uh, mm-hmm. just some of, the, some of the greatest songs from, like, you know, the, the 60s, 70s um, type music. But uh, when I saw her live, you know, when, anytime you hear a live performance versus a uh, record, uh, well, she called them records, um, you know, albums, CDs, cassette tapes, a track, whatever it is, you know, they sound, to, you know, almost different and it's and you can really hear the, the the real talent of someone when they can sing and they don't have auto-tune and you know and they're just able to take a microphone and just belt it out well that's what she does she did she did some rock songs because they they are a rock band the band part of it is a rock band and some of the people that are in the band are actually like rock stars from back in the day that you know maybe weren't in front of the band but i mean in front of, like singers but they were like guitarists and, and band players and uh, uh Instrument players. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, but this 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 performance was she she did a lot of you know kind of like the rock songs. But then she also said we're going to bring down the lights and we're just going to do some soul stuff. And when she sang that soul stuff, I mean not not that the rock stuff isn't good. She just blew it away. I just I'm surprised because her 
um, her actual dream as a child was to be a singer, and that's when she got when she got the the part with that Miller. That's where she wanted to head to, and then acting just came across. So she should have been singing all along because her voice is phenomenal. So it's very soulful. I mean, you can just close your eyes and listen, and she just I mean, she sounds like a a performer that's been around for a long time, singing a long time, but. I highly recommend picking up her brand new album, which is called Covered. It's an album of uh, 12 tracks that are her favorite tracks of over the years that she uh, has taken into her own, redone, and, and, and covered, um, but not no new material. But yeah, it's good. I, I definitely cool. recommend it. And David, if you watch Sons of Anarchy, Kyle, you will hear, like, because her husband is the executive producer, he's on the show, he also writes the show, and he has a lot of her music on. So she's singing mm-hmm. actual songs, and it's more like gotcha. a rocky, heavy song. Her voice is really, like, thick and heavy, you know? It's, yeah. I, I like her voice. I don't think it's, like, amazing. I like it, though. It, it seems yeah. like a more of a, um, an older version of, like, Kelly Clarkson almost, where you know that she was, like, really, really, really awesome back in the day, but now she's still good, you know? She could, she could gotcha. hold her own against some of the some of the teens here so but she's got a good voice i won't lie well just speaking of like voices of our time right now um um, david and Mm -hmm. i kind of mentioned this a while back but there is a rumor and only recently kind of planted that um queen beyonce may be with child number two jay-z i guess during Mm -hmm. the concert changed some of the lyrics to one of his songs and it said pregnant with another one or something like that. I don't really listen to it, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of sparked, like, oh, my God, is she pregnant with the second one? Is she? I mean, you know, little little blue ivy, too. So it kind of, like, makes sense that this could be the perfect timing. But it just kind of thinks about – I just think about gossip and stuff. It's like all the, you know, the hubbub around a possible divorce and then their tour and people that saw her in San Francisco on the Jay-Z tour just kind of said that there was, like, no chemistry between the two. And then with the elevator, it's almost like – you know, it, I mean, I don't want to be negative about it, but it could be damage control just because of all of the mm. bad publicity that's coming out, you know? Like, they were saying something about, like, something they had put out, like, the elevator thing was kind of timed perfectly with their tour. And, I mean, granted, I don't think all that is so calculated. I kind of give, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're not as calculating as people would want them to be or seem to be. But mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm wondering if it's, um, do you guys have any thoughts on that kind of gossip or, or what? What is the feedback? I don't know what that is. Oh, either. It just seems okay. like there. It just seems like there's a lot of stuff with them too, all too much too soon, as you just said. Right. Because you yeah. know there there was all. I mean, I'm not gonna recap every single thing you just said, but everything has happened within like a matter of two months. It seems like maybe. Yeah. And you know, we, she I, she was just shopping for an apartment in New York, and then they then when she had that two and a half hour long thing at the VMAs that lasted forever where she sang every song at the very end they were all huggy and kissy and just so emotional and it just seems I mean you know and the divorce rumors and then you know the the concert thing as you said about the pregnant it's just like oh my god you know bay go go away for a while I mean just there's just too much bay going on right now so I don't know I mean if she if she is pregnant good for her I hope she hope everything goes well with them but I mean if they're really really on the edge of a divorce then ooh, well right and I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan. I mean, granted, I credit her with a huge, huge amount of talent. So nothing bad to say against her. But I mean, if this rumor is true, then congratulations to both of them. You know, I mean, 
you know, bringing a child into this world for some people is, is, is the greatest joy. But, you know, um, others that bring in children just to save marriages are kind of bad. I won't mention any names, but I don't think this is the case in this instance. So, what, yeah. Beyonce, if you're out there listening to our little talk show, we are all wishing you the best. Well, mm-hmm. for knowing what? a lot of straight couples, it, I can honestly tell you, bringing in a baby, having a baby, the act of having conceiving a child, you have to love each other because if you're just doing it to save a marriage, it ain't going to work. So I think that if she is pregnant, it's because they do love each other. And I think the rumors, you you know what's funny? It wasn't until after she fired her father that her father came out. Her father, mind you, came out and said, well, I just think it's a publicity stunt, this whole elevator thing. Oh, okay, the man who fathered two children outside of his marriage, shut your damn mouth. You know, like, I, I, wish, Idris, I wish Idris Elvis would visit his house and ask to borrow his phone because this man is just, he is so grimy. He is so salty about Bay and Solange and Kelly firing his cheat nay. I'm done with him. He needs to cut his mustache and get a real job. Well, the the thing is probably also, I mean, I don't know that, like I said, I don't invest too much, I don't really know the backstory, but maybe it could be maybe they just let him go because they had gotten too big for what he could do, you know? I mean, truly, I mean, so who who can say? But since we are talking about celebrity gossip, I'm sure you guys have also heard about, like, the potential nude celebrity scandal where Mm. they have all these photos leaked of Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Upton, um, mm. and just a bunch of others, and just kind of like we were talking about what other kind of scandals are come out because typically this kind of stuff comes out, and then everybody just kind of like is fascinated and also kind of disgusted at the same time because as we know, celebrity privacy is basically non-existent. As real people like us, no one really cares like what's out mm. in the world. I mean, we may have some incriminating stuff, but no one really cares because we're not in the eye. But it's like right. it's something just to kind of kind of talk about since the celebrities, you know, they they do things just like normal people do, but they're they're just not us. Um, so privacy, I think, is the biggest issue that they have. But you know, a lot of them basically you sign that away once you decide that you're going to go, you're going to be a, a celebrity. I mean, I don't think that they actively. Search, I mean, some people do Kardashian um, want to be celebrities for celebrity's sake, whereas others want to be good actresses and actors, and this is this is the fame is just part of the price that they have to pay. So do you guys have any thoughts? I mean, personally, my thought is that, unfortunately, when you read about it, it, it always seems to be around the nude photos are coming out about women. I mean, there's less mm-hmm. male photos that come out than there are about women. I mean, women seem to be a bigger hot button because I guess more people are interested. And in the early beginnings, I remember whenever they had the um, Vanessa Hudgens picks and some other Allison Pill that had gotten out, they apologized for them and just kind of moved on. And I kind of felt like, you know, like, girl, maybe you shouldn't be photographing yourself naked. But, mm. I mean, that's true, but still, they were photographing themselves not meant for public consumption. So basically what they do with their phone is their own business. Because I will tell you, I've done it, so it's like, you know what? Why should they be any different, you know? So do you right. guys have any? Well, I'll go, we since we, um, we're talking about Katie earlier, I'll just go to Doug real quick. What do you think about privacy for celebrities and just kind of like, I mean, with our fascination with it all, I mean, do you have any kind of thoughts about it, like thinking that celebrities should be giving a little bit of a, a free pass when it comes to privacy, or do you think that's just part of the deal? 
I mean, you sacrifice a lot. Go ahead, David. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, see, oh, me. Well, I mean, I'm, I've been a celebrity horse for many years, and 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 mm. the paparazzi, uh, the paparazzi is, uh, you know, uh, is one thing that just drives me crazy. I mean, when I see it, because oh, you know, girl. It, it, it's a well, listen, it's it's one thing, you know, it's sort of like they ask for it because you're going to be in the public eye, and then secondly, you know, it's not fair because they are trying, especially when it comes to their children. I'll never forget last year was when Halle Berry went off on that. Uh, person who was taking pictures of her girl or, or her child, I'm not sure if it was a boy or girl, you know, it's just like when it deals with kids, it infuriates me because that's not fair to the children. They don't know what, they don't understand what's going on. But that's just, that's just my opinion. Now, as far as, like you said, as far as the, the, the photography leaking, I've been, you know, I've heard all about that recently. It's been a huge topic. But, you know, I'm more of like, you know, where's the men? You know, I, I mean, if you're going to leak some photos, leak some guys. I mean, I, I don't I don't care about boobs and kitty I want to, or ass. I want to see some chicken, okay? And I'm not talking about tweens. I want to see some, I want to see some men. If you're going to go in there and hack into someone's computer, why aren't you hacking into uh, Charlie? Hunnam's? I don't know how to say his name, but the guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy, I'm obsessed with. Because now, he do not do that. Show, because he doesn't do well, that kind of thing. That's well, you can probably see him on Queer as Folk. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's exactly. true. Yeah, well, he was, like, yeah, really skinny is. back then, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it doesn't matter. Well, I want to see somebody. Well, well the guys that have, have been posted, I just remember that kid, um, was it one of the Sprouse twins that kind of posted yeah. his own pictures on there? That's more of like, yeah. hey, look at me, look at me, you know, as opposed to like, oh, look what leaked. Nah, that kid probably leaked it himself. Well, it's not much. We, can't, we can't forget the recently married Cheyenne Jackson who tweeted, well, who, whose video of him jerking himself off got released, True. and now he's married to the uh-huh. boy. And also, Rachin, Rachin did it on cam for cam.com, so men are leaked. It's just, you know what's funny to me? Well, number one, why are these people hacking into people's accounts? Like, so it was actually through their iCloud. I mean, first yeah. of all, Cameron well, that's Diaz a whole other and stuff, Jason stuff Segal, the yeah. they, they warned us all, you know, sex, sex tape. They warned us all, but nobody listened. But um, the thing about it is Jennifer Lawrence did those for her boyfriend, Nicholas Holt. So it was recent. But the creepy part is Michaela, that um, gymnast, she was underage when she took this. First of all, where's her mama at? Second of all, this is child pornography now. And if you do search them, I did really quickly search Kate Upton's nude pics, and it was with Justin Verlander. Holy God, Justin Verlander got a black boy's ass. That man's ass is so big. You can stand a small black child on it. I'm not even joking with you. I was loving it. <laughs> Holy mother of God. It was an awkward picture, but that booty. Well, you know, now with the, with the iCloud and phones and people taking, like, this kind of mm-hmm. thing into their own hand, you know, gone are the days, like, Vanessa Williams, like, all of a sudden people discovering mm-hmm. the Penthouse magazine right. or Madonna discovering a certain sacrifice. It was like, you know, they, right. you know I, I think they did – well, Vanessa did less work on trying to hide it. She just kind of ignored it, thinking it would go away because she exactly. wasn't really anyone at the moment. But it's for Madonna right. tried really hard to get rid of it and then finally just freaking embraced it and just put it out there. Because then when you've right. got stuff like, you know, um, that awful woman, Kris Jenner, who's like basically famous because she sold her daughter. She said, if we're going to make, if people are going to make money she off did. my daughter's sex tape, I'm going to produce it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. 
My question is, can I get a hold of these hackers? I'd like them to hack into my credit score and change that shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hack, hack, hack this shit and make it good for me. Hack into my bank account. Give me some money, boo-boo. Hack into some student loans. Wipe that shit out. You know, (laughs) what what are these hackers doing for a living that all they're doing is, oh, I'm going to hack into the iCloud and see what I can find. Like, what are are you doing with yourself? Who raised you? You know, well, apparently they make they they make money off of it because I mean, if people are going to buy buy it, you know, no one's going to hack yeah. into my iCloud and find my pictures that I posted online and stuff. So it's like it's not going. I'm not worried. But it's well, like, how I'm much I need no, to pay I'm somebody? No one. <laughs> well, I need to pay one of these hackers to to help me out, help a brother out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wipe out my car loan, something. You know, shit. <laughs> Lord. The days of paparazzi are going to be gone Ooh. because everything's going to be hacked now. Exactly. Right. You know? Exactly. Well, it's like someone's going to figure out a way to capitalize on it, where it's like the celebrity will be ultimately in control of what just leaks and what doesn't. Because, like, you know, occasionally, in, like I said in the beginning, when the younger celebrities and stuff, they've kind of had pictures kind of posted. It it seems a little suspect. Like, you want some attention. This will kind of put you in a different light. Yeah, you'll be embarrassed mm-hmm. a little bit, but you own it, and people will forget about it. I mean, it's not like – I mean, I mean, take, for instance, Vanessa Williams, one of the classic cases of something that happened that turned around and was the – Actually, was the best thing that ever happened there. Right, the sales of you know? her album that year went up because she transitioned to a singer, and now she's a Grammy-winning legend, basically because she got so much stuff after that. I personally, and I'm going to be 100% honest, I think that hacker, quote, end quote, works for someone in Hollywood, and this is a way. And if you check to see who's the manager of all these people. They, they might be the same person because I just feel like sometimes when stuff like this happens, just like you said, Kai, it makes them relevant again. You know, well, no, Kate, no, and, Upton, and, no, it, she's exactly. like naked, but so what? She's naked. Who cares? I think the most embarrassing part is Justin Bielander is naked and his buttons are going to make fun of him for days. You should see the picture. It's just an awkward picture. It's so awkward. I will send it to you. It's just awkward. Okay. Well, it just seems like, you know, it's the studio system probably has control. And like you just said, managers and stuff, their job is to keep their client relevant in the news, in the know, and however that happens, that happens, you know. So, yeah, mm. ultimately, I'm sure behind it there are wheels in motion. It's just like politics, you know. There's someone mm. else wagging the dog somewhere that's taking care of it all for them. So who are we? We're just here to talk about it and gossip about it. So it's like it's no big deal, but it's like when you think about big picture, it's like you kind of, you know, someone's got an album to launch. Someone's got a book to launch. Someone's got a TV show. Someone's got a movie. You know, someone's there's got an angle, you know. So you're not, say, you're not finding, mean, you know, new pictures of, I don't know, Elizabeth Hasselbeck out there. And if you did, it's like, oh, see it. <laughs> and, I mean, you're not seeing new pictures of Betty White. I mean, I just think it's very – controlled who gets leaked and who doesn't. Do you know what I mean? I think it's very right. funny like that. Oh, my God. I can't believe you just sent that picture. He has got a big butt. <laughs> uh, isn't it nice? Uh, yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, so one quick question before we kind of move on. It's like, so now just kind of like when <laughs> I, I wish Dallas were here because we already know this answer, but um, do you guys have any pictures or stuff that you've done before in the past that you might want to just share that's like, yeah, I've done I've already told you that I did it. Dallas already mentioned that he's done it, so 
just mm. interesting to see about um, D&D on this side what you guys think or what you guys um, would share. I did very long time ago when I first started online being naive, like, oh, yeah, sure. But I wasn't as naive as I thought because I never put my faith in it. So yeah. um, it was always neck down or right. <laughs> neck to butt because I do have a I do have a nice butt. I call my butt the onion. Looks so good, brings a tear to your eye. Okay. Oh um, shit. Okay. So oh, hashtag, onion. hashtag onion app. Okay, we've got that. Onion app. Oh, God, okay, Shodi got an onion. And I don't, honestly, if some if I'm like dating somebody or um in a relationship with someone, I don't mind sending my butt. I draw the line at sending my twig and two bits. I will not send that. I will not send it. I don't care who you are. And I've been a little bougie princess, and I've said, listen, I want to be famous one day. I'm not doing that. And I've actually said that to people. So that's hmm. something I won't do now. I've done it in the past, like 1999 in the past, you know. But I won't do it now. I just, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> so and we all know Doug did it because that that redheaded well, is a freak. Well, no, the one <laughs> thing I wanted to say is like, so it's like Doug sent over a picture of Jared Leto, and I think everybody's kind of seen that picture out where he's supposedly yep. holding his junk in the picture, where it looks like it could be, you know, a big a big toothpaste something. Mm. Um, but well, Idris Elba had that picture where it looked like it was his dick, and that was actually a, a mic. I think this is oh. probably just, you know, he probably had, like, just a, you know, salami that he was going to eat mean, later, and he just put it in I his mean, pants. That's, 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 we, we, that's like John Ham size. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I even I though John Ham's a hot mess, I, I still let him, I still let him poke me. John Ham's hot. Sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> okay, no, that's okay. Okay, I, okay Doug, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say I have a good friend who, well, not, well, not a good friend, I have an associate uh, or is that what you call it? Associate? Uh, uh, mm. you call it? It's, not a, it's not a friend, but no, no. Buck, friends of benefits. No, never mind. I know somebody. I'll just narrow it down to mm-hmm. that. You got me all flustered now that I'm looking at okay. this picture. Who, t- who tours with 30 seconds, and he said that that's pretty close to reality. And I was just like, oh, okay. So um, I, I don't think it's okay. a stupid picture. Focus. Answer this question, girl. <laughs> oh, what was the question? I'm sorry. Oh my god! Oh, the question. Oh, see, I'm such an airhead. Oh, have I ever taken a dirty picture of myself? Right? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's that picture got me all. You know, I'm about ready to take a picture of myself right now. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I've always oh. been the anti that. Uh, I, and believe it or not, everybody's like, "Oh, you're a redhead. Oh, you, you does your does your." Uh, Carpet match the drapes. Uh, you must be a firecrash. You must be a. You must be huge. I hear redheads are huge because they're from the Irish heritage. I mean, I've heard every cliche about a redhead possible, and, and I've heard it all. I've heard it all. Well, I thought and Irish I'm people not, act like small ones. No, redheads are. Oh. Redheads are supposed to be huge, and um, oh. I'm not saying I'm not. I, I'm not oh. saying my size at all. I'm not going to admit that on the air, but I'm just saying I 
probably I'm I'm 40 now, so I probably took my first picture like at 35 or 36, and then deleted like the day later. And then when Grinder came around, I was, everybody's like, "Oh, do you have a dick pic?" And I'm like, uh, "No, but I have a whole pic." That's just kidding. That's just a, a homage to going about life. Um, but uh, but no, I'm not one to I'm I'm not one to share. I really I, mean, I think I maybe shared it like twice and then delete. I just feel dirty afterwards. I, I'm more like you know, mm. come and see it. I mean, well, come and see it. If you know all righty, all righty. Okay, okay. Ooh, we, can, we can move on now. <laughs> now, now, now you just left me in a tizzy. It's like, how do I segue to anything now? Because <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, it's like I'm at a loss now of where to go from here. So, um, what I am going to go to is I'm going to kind of switch it up because um, just I want to keep it flowing, and then I promise I will not end on a mm. somber, somber note, but. Um, so since you're t- we're talking about what we've sent and what we haven't sent, um, recently, um, I-, I don't know if you guys have watched on, is-, is it Jimmy Kimmel where he has celebrities read tweets about themselves? Is it the Jimmy Kimmel show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, so, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel last Yeah. So David and I were talking, wouldn't that, David mentioned, that, wouldn't that be a funny idea if we kind of read tweets about us? It's like, but then I thought, well... That would be a fun idea. I think if we kind of put a hashtag out there, like hashtag still teen, and just to kind of see if people that are listening want to comment, that would be great. But I said, unfortunately, all the tweets about me that I would have to read are from David. So right. I don't know. So we True. Then kind of, kind of opened it up to think, like, what are some of, like, the tweets and stuff that have been your favorites just recently? Be it positive or negative, hopefully good, good. The ones that put a smile on your face. Whether it's been re- I know David already has a story to tell. Whether it has been favorited or retweets or comments back to you, I just want to think, let's talk about that just for a brief time since we're all in the social media realm now. What are some of your favorite tweets out there right now that are kind of making you laugh and smile? David, you want to start? I know you briefly mentioned one earlier to me today, so I'm wondering if you're going to tell that one. Uh, which one, Michael Muni? Yeah, that one. Well, that wasn't really a tweet, but it made my day. I had... Um, I seen uh, Michael Muni was this weekend at Oz Comic Con, and he was with the Veronica Mars cast. And I saw a picture of him, and he was like smiling in every picture. And I said, "Wow!" He and I tagged him in, it, and I said, "Wow!" He looks happier now than he did when he was on YNR, and he favored it, and that made my day. So mm-hmm. that was that's what started this whole gay it forward. Um, I do have a couple. Yeah. Um, one of my people <clears throat> I do have people um, her name is Wendy <laughs> it's um, Perfect Rose 2011 she and I were just shooting the breeze and she said I just love you because you write stuff that makes my quirky humor come to life and I just thought oh kindred spirit loves you thanks Wendy and um, my favorite ex-mother-in-law She's actually Assad. I don't know if you guys remember Assad Shalhoub. We had him on the show, Doug and I did, back yeah. in January. His mother and I are like, her name is um, Hala Mahdi Shalab. Shalhoub. Sorry, I said his name wrong. Um, she, listened to, she listens to almost every show that we've done on the Spill Tea since its reboot. She's amazing. Wow. And she bought my books. That's why I want her to be my mother-in-law. I love her more than I love her son. But her son is freaking hot. Um, she actually tagged myself and Lamone and said, great show, loved it, especially the shout-out. Hashtag fabulous. I, I gave her a shout-out on the show. 
But um, my all-time favorite of the, cu- the past couple days has to be, um, it wasn't a tweet. It was on Instagram. I wanted to mention it only because I don't know if you guys remember Father Sexy from um, Young and the Restless, Miles Gaston. Yeah. Do you remember him? Father well, Sexy. Was he just recently with Eric? He was with um, – no, 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 no. He was on Young and the Restless. He he was the one that when Paul was trying to find Dylan or Nikki's baby, he was he was in the, the oh, church. Yeah, he was yeah. in that scene. Remember him? Yeah. Oh, let me yeah. take a breath. He is so fine. Anyway, he just had his uh, kidney stone pass, and it was like an emergency because he was in the hospital, and he took this picture on Instagram where he's smiling in the hospital room. So I said to him, I said, I hope you get better, and that, that smile makes my heart skip a beat, you know. And he said, my smile, you are so sweet. Why that's significant is because this man who passed his kidney stones replied to every single one of the messages on his Instagram individually. And that's dedication, amazing, and I just love that guy. I hope someday Doug and I talk to him because he is just awesome. Cool. But those are my, um, those are my messages for this week. Well, those are great wins, great wins. Thanks. So, you're, so you know, you know how I like to be bitchy about it. So, do you have a favorite you? negative, a favorite negative one that you want to tell us about? You bitchy? I just can't picture it. <laughs> <laughs> you say it like it's a bad thing. Hmm. Um. I don't have like you know. I don't have that level of hatred. I guess. I guess I'm not famous enough to have that level of hatred. I have people who give snarky comments back to me, but it's in regards to that subject. No one's ever said, you're an idiot. I hope you die. Um, oh, well, no, 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 no. It doesn't have to be that. It could be something snarky. I mean, the, the one negative I have is not, it wasn't, that, it wasn't something about I was a terrible person or anything. It was just kind of like they were kind of reacting to a tweet that I put out about something, and then he just kind of went back and, and I just and I just wrote him off as like some stupid little tweeny girl that you know didn't understand things. But that was the only negative I got. So, but so it doesn't have to be, you know, David. I hope you die. I, God forbid that it would someone would tweet that. I mean, that's, but I'm just thinking you don't have any snarky ones that you can just laugh about. No, you don't have to share if you don't have any. Um, the only one I could think of was when I was uh, posting about um, Alec Baldwin getting a new job, and I said. Alec Baldwin's an a-hole, he gets a job, yet Ray Rice is an a-hole, and he gets, he gets let go of his job. They're both a-holes, no matter what the degree, and people were just reacting to that, like, nice way of putting in current news, dork, like, stuff like that, <laughs> but I just thought that was kind of funny. I wish I had, like, some of the, the stuff that the mean people get, like, <laughs> Sylvia Vergara. Did you, did you see one of them? No. Did you see any? Um, well, Sofia Vergara's one, she was reading it, and it says, Sofia Vergara sounds like she has a dick in her mouth. Oh, yes. And she, looked at the, she looked at the camera, she goes, what's wrong with having a dick in my mouth? Like, that was just, I just, I love those kinds of tweets. I don't want them, but, um, yeah, it, it would, I don't know. I, I don't know how I would react if I saw something like that. I mean, I wouldn't mind having a dick in my mouth. Oops. So, oh, on that note, <laughs> yeah, I'll just so what share about my you, Kyle? For me, my favorite tweets have always been stuff that it's either been retweeted or it's typically whenever I've, like, 
put a message out there congratulating someone on work that they've done. It's typically our soap fans, our soap faves. So whenever mm-hmm. um, whenever Gabby was going through the breakdown of like the confessing to the killing of Nick, and I just tweeted something about how I thought um, um, Camilla Bannis was doing just a great job, and she retweeted it and favored it. So it's just that kind of stuff. The same thing with Jen Lilly. Um, so those have kind of always been good ones. Um, I think once also after... Um, one of Doug's shows when you interviewed Michelle Stafford, um, I said something about how had a great, you know, great show. So happy I got to chat with Michelle Stafford, and she tweeted back, "Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for calling in." Well, unbe- I don't think she remembers, but because you know she's got a lot of things in her mind, but she actually follows me back because on years ago, oh. about last year, she had posted something like the next, you know, few people that tweet something funny to me uh, or tweet a joke or whatever. I'll follow you back. And I couldn't think of anything, and I somehow made a Conway Tweedy remark. You know, Conway, <laughs> and she thought it was funny, so she follows me back. You know, Lisa Lampanelli did the same I remember thing. her doing funny. that. Yeah. That was, that was, those have been my favorites. And then, of course, my others, you know, with my, my close personal friendship with Miss Morgan Fairchild. So those are all those are my other good ones. I was going to tweet back from, I was tweet oh, back oh, from her. You and Pink Flamingos are hanging out now. <laughs> hey. Do not disparage Miss Fairchild. She's a she has a Hallmark TV movie coming out with Lindsay Hartley. Yes, she does. The woman is working. Yeah. She was on Hot in Cleveland. The woman is still working. Hello. Oh, oh. that's good. If you're she working, is. work it. She has to pay for that. I black wish she would get uh, right, but I wish yeah. she had like a series, a, t- a TV series, regular regular TV series. Though I miss seeing her every day, every week. Yeah. Like, she was on a hilarious episode of My Name. Um, My Name Is Earl. It was um, she played these. When Joy was in the witness protection program, and she there was these three socialites, oh. and it was Joan Van Ark, who was looking really scary, Oof. Morgan Fairchild, and then um, this other woman that was uh, I forgot her name. She was on Pretty Little Liars and some other stuff. She wasn't as famous as the other two, but anyway, she was there, and Morgan was really really funny. So um, my, anyway, so my those, favorite those my Morgan favorites. Fairchild, my favorite Morgan Fairchild role is The City when she was on The City. Loved her on that show. Loved her on that show. I, I remember her on Search for that. Tomorrow. I remember her on Search Damn, for Tomorrow. Damn, you wild. <laughs> well, you wild. And Paper Dolls. How could you forget Paper Dolls? Paper Dolls. Well, Holly Berry yeah. was on that and Leah, Leah Remini, so I remember that one. But Search for Tomorrow, were you born when television was invented, girl? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was called, yeah, it was called Fire, bitch. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Make no mistake, he can still hit it. He can still hit it, but he old. <laughs> we oh, might have to get by Alrighty. Mm. So, and then, uh, can, I, can I at least finish, David? I was just going to say my negative. finish. My negative tweet. I don't, never mind. Doug, you want to just go? <laughs> <laughs> go? No, you go You go ahead. You finish yours, please. I, well, you got to finish. It's, it's, it's not good if you don't finish. Well, I, I should just say all my all my favorite negative tweets have been from our lovely co-host David. So why even bother going through the multitude of hate tweets I've gotten from him? So it's all good, all in good fun. Oh, I want to hear. I want to hear. I can't remember how much hate I've given you. <laughs> That's okay. I don't remember. It's usually whenever I say something about a Kardashian or Beyonce oh, yeah. or oh, yeah. just being just myself that's whenever you kind of comment or when you have we have someone following us and she said something about like the show makes me laugh and you that 
oh, yeah, Kyle, he's spicy and can be bitchy, but still kind of fun, you know, and I think that that's whenever <laughs> she said something about the comment that I made, just because she said it doesn't make you a top, she said she made, made her um, spit out her wine, so, of course, I had to, I had to follow her. Just, I, I had to follow her just for that, because she's, if she's going to listen and, and comment, it's like, oh, yeah, I need to follow her. So, yeah, that's basically it. What about you, Dudlaus? Um, I uh, was late to the, or what was it, tardy to the party uh, with the topic, so I really didn't have time to go through because I've got like 900 different uh, Twitter accounts. But I will say, when, um, I, I recently, because I have several, I set up a, a automatic DM where it just says, thanks for following, and if it's one of the show accounts, I'll say, thanks for following the show, please follow my personal account at blah, blah, blah. Well, one person, usually, you know, they write back, oh, sure, well, you know, nothing big like that. Well, one person wrote back, and I saved it because I'm going to go stalk her one day and find out where she lives and take her babies. But uh, it says, are oh. you a child molester? Her reply, let me see if I can pull it up. Her reply was, are you a child molester? To the DM that says, thanks for following my show. Please follow my personal account at I, Douglas Michael. And her reply was, are you a child molester? What the hell that does just, that have anything? <laughs> 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 the dumbest thing I, I've ever heard. It is, and, and I blasted her. I, at first I said, excuse me, and then she didn't reply for like four days. So then I just tweeted out, hey, everybody, blah, 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 thanks, I'm a child molester and a DM or something like that. But um, we were talking about, uh, I just want to, uh, when you're, we were talking about redheads a minute ago when we were talking about uh, taking uh, selfies of our privates, there was a, uh, a tweet that one of the people that I follow said, and it says, uh, it's people like Kathy Griffin who are the root causes of why, for why redheads are perceived as the spawn of Satan. I, I, favorited, I favorited that. because Now, I'm not talking because of Katie. I mean, of, of, of Kathy, it's just the fact that so many people do think that red. you know, a lot of people do think that redheads are like, you know, weird or unique or strange or, you know, whatever the case may be, but I just just thought of that because that was the one I was favoriting. But I've got so many that I favorite. I mean, let me just say, any time, and, and, and I don't know if uh, David gets as many, but um, when I talk about, and this is day, talking about daytime, any time I mention the character Lily, played by <coughs> Christel uh, Khalil, um, mm. she, mm. I, get, I get, I'm talking, I'm talking hundreds in a row because I have tweet decks, so it's a column, so my column will fill up uh, with Hate tweets to me, but I have I don't I don't save them because oh. I don't get the time of day. But they're horrible, hateful tweets. So I don't really have Actually, anything to go with that. When I talk about Lily and how much I can't stand her, I always get support that they don't like her. And recently, um, I've gotten. Can we just because Kane is looking fly? All right, Kane can hit this. Stand in line to hit this. Okay. And I've gotten a lot of Kane can say Lily can go. Wilted Lily. I've gotten all of it. So I don't get the hate from the, from Lily Lane fan. She has yeah. turned around for the past couple of days, to, you know, with Malcolm is here. But I do not get the Lily hate. I really don't. I get the complete opposite. People agree with me. Well, that's, that's good. Weird. Maybe because I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just, I don't know. I think it's the same group of people that, that, that say the same tweets to me, and it's this one particular oh. group of people that are together. And I'm like, why do you follow me? I, don't, I, I rarely ever mention her anyway, but right. when I do, it's like, why do you even follow me? Because you know if, they're on the, if, it's, if it's a winner's Wednesday, I'm right. going to be bashing her. So anyway, right. that's, all I have, that's all I have to say about that. I, and, I don't get a lot. And just to be and, clear, 
Doug and I bash Lily the character. We have not spoken publicly about the actress. So get it together, folks. Yeah. It's just a soap. If we don't like the character, we have every right not to like the character. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Yeah. Thank you. And, Kyle, I'm going to piggyback back to you for a second because uh, you were talking about Morgan Fairchild and uh, you, were talking, you both were talking about, like, The City and, and, uh, and, and these shows that she was on. But do you remember the 1982 film called The Seduction? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, he does. I just um, I just want everybody to know who's never seen it, and everybody, I don't know who, what age groups listen to our shows, but uh, The Seduction is on YouTube, the full movie, and you've got to go see it if you like psychotic, uh, psycho people who stalk other people. Morgan Fairchild plays an actress in this, um, a movie, or she's an actress or something, and she has a, uh, a stalker, so, and he's quite Question psychotic. Has. So it's, 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 it's good, good stuff. Yeah, this was, that was... She did, that came out right around the height of her Flamingo Road um, series to kind of like, you know, capitalize on the fact that she was like now a big TV star, so they did that movie, well, they did that movie out there. So, yeah, I did see it, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, and go on. speaking of 80s TV, I just want to interrupt for just a second. Speaking of 80s TV, I do have a surprise for you guys. I don't know if you heard the rumors, but it's, it's rumored that everybody but the Olsen twins will be back for a Full House reboot of the series. All the original cast except the Olsen twins have signed on because John Stamos has, like, a huge stake in the Full House series, and he's rounding everybody back together. I just wanted to mention that. So we're talking about the um, Okay. Nope. First off, okay. that's, like, 20 years ago or whatever, why in the world? Is there that much of fandom to bring that show back uh-huh. after all these years? There is. Wow. Plus, what, wow. what do you think John Stamos is doing? He's not doing anything. He's fighting with Ron, well, Ron, whatever, on Twitter. And I think at first, he when he left the series, when the show was over, he's like, oh, God, I'm free. And now he's like, you know what, though? You know what? That was a good moneymaker. And all these other shows are coming back. So I think it's going to be great. I will watch, I will watch it till it's over. I cannot wait for this. This is like all maze balls USA. Cannot. Okay, wait. so I, yeah, I, I'm kind of like with Doug on this. I was like, I don't understand why anyone would want to reboot Full House. I get the John Stamos because of you know he's doing all of the mm-hmm. yoga commercials. So he's still he looks amazing, by the way. So he's mm-hmm. he's still out, he's he still out there. Stuff I can understand, but you know I don't really care about Full House. But the only my only question is, will Kimmy be there? Will Kimmy come Ooh. back? Kimmy. Yep. 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 Andrea Barber. Almost all of them except the original Carrie on Days of Our Lives. I know. I know. Wow, I hear that, everybody's that, coming that's back. Yeah. Well, it's big. Really, it's really big on Nick on Night and stuff. So it's really got a following for the reruns. I think that's mostly what it is. Mm-hmm. So and plus, I mean, if nine hundred two one zero and Melrose Place can come back, for God's sake, Full House can come back. I just pray well, to God. Well, it'll well, probably I want go to away. Back, then. <laughs> you won't want Alf back. I love for Alf. I want Alf back. Okay, I no. want Alf back. No, I want Alf no. back. I want Family Ties back. I mean, I can go on and on. Oh, There's so many ties. That, could, that, that we can well, have no, back. Well, no, we can't white, have Family Ties. Well, I know well, since, Meredith is a little busy right well, now. So since we are talking mm-hmm. about 80s stuff. I went to see a movie this afternoon. I went to see The Skeleton Twins with Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. It's really good. And in one mm-hmm. scene, um, Kristen Wiig's phone, the, her ringtone on her phone was the Growing Pains theme song. 
Oh, I, think I only, love it. Uh, I think only a handful of people in the audience got it because they were laughing because I don't think many people knew what it was. But, yeah, it was kind of funny. The I'm only sure reason will never I would take not. place because of Kirk Cameron, that's for sure. Exactly. He's a douchebag. I don't want, I don't want the going page. If they can replace him with the same mm, Robin Thick, then maybe. Yeah, I'm <laughs> off that. I'm off that. I'm off that. Okay. What, what's next? Have a nice so the lot. Well, I mean, did you have any favorite tweet that you wanted to talk about? That could you just talk about, like, you know? Oh yeah, you, the, the person who thought I was a child abuse or child molester just because I welcomed her to my my page. Um, actually, no, I haven't had a chance to go through um, because I have to like sign into the actual web and go through all. Because I've favored so many tweets, uh, I really don't have anything. But does anything just stick out in your head, like that you remember off the top of your head, of like of a of something that happened, a retweet or a favorite or a message to you that just kind of put a smile on your face? Oh well, I mean, I mean, oh, I have, I mean, I can't say the tweets word for word, but you know, you know, when I originated uh, on air with Doug almost three years ago, uh, having the people who, having the guests on my show afterwards say, oh, your your show was great, or thanks for the interview, thanks for not interrupting, and you know, I, mean, I would hear all these positive things, and that's why I can't go through all my favorites because there's so there's I, I'm not I'm not bragging i'm just saying there's a lot of great stuff that came from it and all the good tweets that the fans said so yeah i mean that type of uh tweet is tweets are always amazing to get especially when it's someone that i highly regard such as uh uh nelly thomas scott for example when she you know she, every time she came on she tweeted back thank you very much douglas you were a, you're you're a, you're great whatever it was that she said it just made me feel good but even the people that are you know you know, not as A-listed as, as that, per se, you know, still makes me happy that I get, you know, compliments on my show. So that's pretty much the, mo- the most of my favorites. And then some of y'all, you know, between you two, I favorite them because they just crack me up, so. Cool. Well, since we've only got a few minutes left, the last thing I only want to talk about, which we kind of took it out of order, is um, only because we were kind of talking about other things. But the thing, the topic that I kind of mentioned to David earlier, what we could do today, talk about is like with the passing of Robin Williams and then Joan Rivers, and we were talking about people that we miss. I just wanted to do a shout out because today's my mom's birthday. My mom um, passed away, as you know, like in June. So I just wanted to kind of give a special shout out to her because I miss her and it's her birthday. But um, other people that, you know, we miss, um, one positive myth that I kind of mentioned to, to David as well was, you know, the public where there was a myth for Rosie O'Donnell because she's coming back to TV to do that some, some is it The View? I get all those yeah. ladies yeah. mixed up. So she's coming to The View, and I guess they got rid of all the dead weight, um, and it's now her, Rosie Perez, Whitney, not Whitney, Whoopi, some chick no one knows, and that's it, right? Nicole Wallace. Is she that's someone? It. Yeah, Nicole Wallace. Yeah, she's, uh, she's been on the Good Morning America for years. Okay, so she's no one. Okay, so... Um, yeah. <laughs> so I just exactly. want to say, anybody, anybody that you guys like missed out there, whether it be, you know, it does not have to be someone deceased, or it could be a celebrity, a real person, just kind of real quick, like, just to kind of shout out to someone that you kind of missed and just have a fondness for. Doug, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I have a, a one celebrity and, and one person. Um, oh, I, and I'll make, I'll make this uh, very quickly because I know we all, we're getting close to an hour. Uh, when I was growing up, uh, my mom and I had a very distra- strange relationship. Estranged relationship. We were it's not strange. really close. So mm-hmm. come, thank you. Uh, so I, coming out to her, I didn't get a lot of you know, r- r- support and love from her. But I had a lesbian friend who was about seven or eight years older than me when I was 
16 when I came out, and she was more of a mom than anybody. And um, so she was sort of like my lesbian mom. And, and, and I don't know if it happens now for this generation, but, you know, when you come out to that one person that may be older, that's like your gay mom or your gay dad or whatever. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if that still, still happens. But she was my gay mom, and, I, and, and she was there for me every single time I needed somebody. And uh, she, unfortunately, she was a very, very large woman. She was uh, probably around 500 pounds. She was a very large woman, but she was, like, the sweetest person I ever knew. And uh, unfortunately, and uh, I knew her for about seven years, and then I moved to uh, Houston. I left Indiana finally for the first time as an adult. I left uh, Indiana, went to Houston. Three days after arriving in Houston, I found out that she had organ failure and died uh, because of her weight. And it was just so heartbreaking because, you know, she was like my mom. Uh, and so I, I, I think about her all the time, and, you know, when, when I'm in those moments where I'm maybe having a downward spiral or an upward spiral even, you know, I just, I, I talk to her. So I miss her greatly. She's been gone 13 years now, and I just wish I had somebody like that now because, unfortunately, my mother and I are still have a rocky relationship, and I don't have that type of person in my life. But on the flip side, there's the, my very first celebrity death really made an impact on me, and this was back, I think, in 92, and this was when uh, River Phoenix passed. He was a, a very really getting into his, his career at the time. Uh, he, he had made some great films as a boy, um, and I just really affected me a lot. I think we talked about this on one of the other shows of you know our very first celebrity death that affected us, but that one still resonates with me because um, this past year, on the 20th anniversary of his death, I think it was last year, uh, they released the movie that he was working on that never got finished, but the director dusted it off, got it all out, now with the technology that they have now, was able to use the stand-in sh- uh, shadows and was able to finish the other 25% of the film. And uh, but anyway, long story short is when we lose someone so young, such as he and some of the other ones we've lost, we you never know what their career could have been. Sort of like James Dean, he dies at 24, 23. You never know what his life would have been like. So I just uh, I think about him a lot. And I, I'm well, not just, there with my, my own private Idaho. Well, I was Go gonna think, I, I was just gonna say something to that effect too is like I was going to ask you like just since we're just before we get to David just like kind of briefly you were talking about River Phoenix like what your favorite was because I was going to say my favorite is Running on Empty with that he did with Judd Hirsch and Christine Lottie and if you haven't seen it it's very, Martha Plimpton very good movie. it's so so good so anyway David how about you well my favorite I, I know um, you miss me you miss me that's it ew. you miss me so you're closer Anyways, now you can practically you um, can give each other a hand job where you're at now <laughs> Okay, so anyways, my favorite Phoenix, um, River Phoenix movie, it wasn't a whole movie of his. He was just in an appearance, and I was so into this. And I know that you're going to be like, what, you were? I was into Indiana Jones so much, and when he played that role, mm-hmm. in the, um, and he explained how he, Harrison Ford got his real scar, I just loved that whole scene. That was my favorite mm-hmm. uh, River Phoenix movie. I, I didn't really watch, I wasn't a huge fan of his. So I wasn't um, really invested when he died. I know that sounds bad. The only thing I remember was I remember a report came out that Christina Applegate was there when he died and watched him die and walked away. That's the only thing I remember. And every time I see her in a TV show or a movie, I think, you bitch. Like, I I don't know why. I just, like, get angry about that. And it was at the Viper Room, which Johnny Depp used to have. So that's the only thing I remember. Those are the only two things I remember about River Phoenix, and that, of course, he was associated with, and I hate to say this, but Keanu Reeves is the angel of death. Anybody close to him died. I mean, that poor guy. <laughs> I'm serious. 
River Phoenix was his best friend. His his father died. His sister died. He was in love with this girl, and he was going to marry her, and she got pregnant. She died. It's like, I feel so bad for River Phoenix, but I ain't touching that man. I still got a long life to live. Hello. Um, so, oh on to my topic. Um, this person, his name, is, his name was Brett Andrew Taylor. He, I'd known him since 1986, and he was like about three years old, I think. He was like a little brother to me. I loved him to death. Um, he actually passed away uh, February 26, 2011. Hello. Sorry. What? <laughs> it's always him in a serious moment. Mm. Go ahead, David. <laughs> he must be setting the mood for his trick. Um, no, Dave, no, he sent the seduction, and they start. I didn't know my computer was not on mute, so hush up. Mm. So um, Brett, at the age of 10, got into um, a car accident. A, a truck, a Mack truck actually hit him and he was in the hospital. Oh, my God. And he had seizures ever since then. And he had one big mm-hmm. seizure and on that day that killed him. And he fell against the door of the bathroom so his mother couldn't even get to him. So he died. And I've oh, never oh gotten God. over that. I, I, being back in Springfield, because I was in Boston at the time, I found out, I went to his uh, memorial, and he was the type of person, and I don't know how to describe it, but he was so alive you wouldn't think he would ever die. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but it was just shocking because he was just so innocent and he was so sweet and he was my little big brother. He was like six feet tall. He towered over me. And... He, of course, grew up with me and knew I was gay, and I was the first gay friend he had, and I would play, you know, Nintendo with him and Sega and Kyle. Are, are we here? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just, I, I miss him to death because I just, I know that he would, he would have read my books and he would have oh, yeah. gone to the movies with me and he would have gone to Boston for the day with me and he, he was just an awesome kid, so... Um, as far as celebrities, because I'm going to do that with Doug, I'm going to be really quirky and say I, there isn't a celebrity death that affected me, but there's a TV show. Since 1992, every single day of my life since 92, I watched Guiding Light. And knowing that it's yeah. not on the air anymore kills me. It, like, rips my heart out. Because I even started in 2005 going to the fan club luncheon when I meet the stars and that was just, it was like a part of my, my daily existence. So I actually went through like a withdrawal for a couple of weeks after it was, after it was over because that was my show, you know, and I'm still not over it, I guess. And it's been, what, since 2009. Um, and what's interesting is after Paul Roch died, it came out that him and Grant Alexander, who played Philip, were working on getting it online. So I can only imagine what would have happened if that happened. But that's really the one thing that kind of I still am not over. That was such a a part of me. And it, it actually, I don't have a great relationship with my mother. Going to those fan club luncheons bonded us for that time, you know, that, that one day. And we would talk about it and we would meet the people together. And I met Gina like three times and 
and she remembers my birthday, oddly. She sends me a birthday email every single year. And um, I met um, Emmy. I met um, Daniel Cosgrove, who Kyle doesn't love because he kills soaps, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, I just really, I miss that show so much, so much. So that's all I got. What that, about that you, Kyle? Already then. Well, that was very lovely. I mean, it's kind of nice to, like, you know, when you talk about things that we miss, it's kind of, I mean, for you, that show, it was the characters, it was the right, it was just the whole mm-hmm. thing, and it also kind of, extended, like you said, it extended outward because it kind of, that show kind of brought you and your mom together for a little bit, you know, so it was kind of mm-hmm. like it meant more than just the day-to-day soap that it was. It had a bigger effect right. on you, so I can understand how that could be a, a big miss. So that was really nice. Thanks. And I'm going to do it so, for, I'm going to come out to California and see Young and the Restless. So, Doug, please kiss whoever's ass at Church and Scientology so that you can be allowed there without security escort. Um, <laughs> don't worry. They don't, they don't care as long as you pay for the ticket. And, I'm, okay. and I'll be actually uh, a news, news announcement. We don't have time. We don't have a uh, no, sound don't. effect. But um, I'm actually moving back to L.A., uh, um, November 1st. Um, I'm still working on the uh, exactly where I'm going to be living, but I am going to be back in L.A. because I'm taking my show to the next level. It only took me a year and a half to get to where I'm at now, so I'm really, really excited about that. So cool. yeah, I'll be there when you come here. So Good. No more Bakersfield. No more desert. Ooh, he just uh, People, if you notice, he just told you where he is. <laughs> oh, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dockers. <laughs> Not your end. You, Doctor, where? Oh, oh, child molester, come here, please. <laughs> you have a, oh, I trust me. I'm sure there's others in there's others in Bakersfield. Um, you have a month and a half to find. <laughs> Just follow uh, the yeah, I, trail. I, 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 oh, I do down my stomach down to the trail, but uh, down to the goal. Oh, but, yeah. oh. oh. Uh, okay. But I, my deadline's November first, so I just have, I've been I got the feelers out there, <laughs> literally trying to give me a place. Ooh, so, wow. Yeah. Okay, so since it's like a minute or whatever, are we just going to cut out or, and we can keep talking? So we just have to say goodbye real quick. How does this work? Um, we have half an hour left. I scheduled it oh, for half, half, over okay. half an hour, right, because I know you okay. bitches are talkers. So go ahead. No, I was just, I mean, I was just going to think any, just each of us can address something that we want to talk about. Doug just mentioned how his next move is going to, go back to L.A., which is an awesome. Congratulations. And I wanted to know if there's anything for you that you wanted to talk about real quick or end out on. Um, I'm just really, and it's so funny that Doug says November 1st because that's when I'm moving too. And I'm just really oh, wow. excited to, yeah, I, I, what a weird coincidence. But um, it's just so exciting to have, um, feel like an adult again because right now, living with my mother, I don't feel like an adult. I feel like a person that's living with his mother. And I feel like once I move, things are going to just start for me. Um, I think I may have told you off air, but um, come October, I'm going back to my alma mater and I'm doing my very first book signing ever. Um, Oh, wow. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be with two groups the Gay Straight Alliance and the multicultural group on the campus, which I was a part of when I was there. The Gay Straight Alliance wasn't there when I was going there. So this is going to be huge for me. And I feel like now I've accomplished something because 
who knows, maybe my being there and, and signing that book will inspire somebody who was like, you know what, why am I doing this? I want to give up. I want to give up on my dreams. I want to give up on life. I hate being gay. Oh, look, here's somebody who's accomplished something, something. And I hope to inspire somebody. And um, also when I move back in November, I've been coordinating it where my very favorite bar, gay bar, is called Club Cafe. In the daytime, it's a restaurant. At night, it's a club. They are going to host my second book signing. So I'm very excited. Now I'll have the gays all over me. Maybe I'll have some more dates and have a husband by next Valentine. Sorry, Kyle, you waited too long. And um, I'm just excited, you know. It's exciting. That is exciting. I mean, if, just, just for a second, I just want to interject. I remember when I first met you, where you were regarding your books, and now look at mm-hmm. what you're doing with them. And we mm-hmm. talked about, you know, your frustrations, and now look, you're heading into the right, instead of frustration, direction. So mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I bow to you. I'm, I'm very happy for you. Cool, girl. Don't bow to me. I'm a bottom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that does nothing for me, honey. Okay, and the night has turned yet again. (laughs) It always does with us, boo-boo. Oh, I I had to, what did you just say? Was that your Boston accent? Something about boo-boo? Are you Yogi Bear now? Okay, first of all, it's not my Boston accent. It's my ratchet accent. Thank you. You do love that word. I love it. I love it. I own it. I own my ratchetness. Well, speaking of speaking of ratchetness, real quick, I because you know I don't I don't go to um, Wisconsin anymore to watch my soaps, but I did manage to watch Friday's last episode where New Phyllis woke up in a big scary scream with new short hair. So that was kind of interesting. I watched a little bit of it, and as I watch it, I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming back because. Pretty soon on GH, Billy Miller will be awakening, waking up as Jason Morgan and coming back. And he's going to scream. Yeah. Ah! No, but you have to watch the – if you remember how she woke up. She woke up just as Sharon and Nick got engaged. That was the whole point. It was almost like she heard it or something. That's why she screamed like that. No, no, I, no, I got it. I watched the contact oh, okay. to make sure, but it's like, you know, it's just that same well, old did, thing where did people you like, can remember – did you like it before it, she woke up? She was like, Minus, 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 Minus. Like, what is she doing? What is no, I never did. I didn't watch the whole episode. I didn't see that. Oh, I was the like, day what the before, fuck is she Kyle. doing? The oh, day before, well, I'm Kyle, her head was thrusting back and forth. No. She was going, Minus, Minus, Maybe she was having a bad dream. Maybe she was having a bad dream. She's like, oh, my God, am I really in Wisconsin now? You know, maybe that could be it. weird. No, it was well, because think like, about it, on Days of Our Lives, John is about to wake up from his coma, and Teresa is now shitting up. a brick. <laughs> up. You know what that means. He's going to start to rest. And it was, like, weird. Well, no, John has a different acting style. John acts with his eyes. Oh. Uh, well, John <laughs> hasn't worked with me, so I'm sure, sure, I'm sure John will be like, huh, eh, eh, eh. Exactly. Moan something weird. And, and, and Deidre Hall will probably cloud the scene or something like that. John, are you awake? <laughs> Bitch, I'm still asleep. <laughs> and that's what he'll say. <laughs> Sorry, Doug, you were going to say something? Sorry. No, I was, I was just saying, because uh, normally we talk 
uh, uh, together um, when when one of us is just finished or getting ready to watch uh, Y&R. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wonder what the writers and Gina were thinking when they were doing that scene. I mean, what was... Mm. I mean, did they research and go to, like, some club? club? Well, they do that at a club, too, but at a hospital and see if people, like, no. do that when they're coming out of a coma? I mean, I, I just no. don't get it. No, oh, they okay. didn't. They were like, what, we, we need to give you something to do because you've been sitting in a bed. <laughs> You probably had bed so Well, I think they probably they probably made it up because not many people do wake up from comas. Okay, but not many people right. wake up from comas with Tourette either. Okay, it was very <laughs> weird. It was very weird. I was like, "What is this guy saying?" I didn't understand it. It was very confusing. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> Kyle, you have to see it. <laughs> I'll I'll send you just that clip. You got to see it. Though, uh, fine, just like yeah, just, just no more of general, no more general city. Uh, well, uh, may I add a little something for YNR fans sure. that are listening? Uh, just just something that came to my TV guide this week. Uh, for those who got TV guide this week, there was a one-page article about Phyllis's return. And um, for those who watched the very first episode of Young and Restless, you you will know that. Um, the character Brad Elliott was walking, hitchhiking, walking down the dirt road, and a truck came up and said, hey, where are you heading? You need a ride. And the guy said, Genoa City. And then the guy got in the car, and that old truck beat off. I said beat off. Uh, that yeah, old truck did. just rode yeah, off. Yeah, uh, That truck, truck just <laughs> rode off into uh, Genoa City, and that's how the young wrestler started. So this week, the same actor who played Brad Elliott, the one that got into the truck, is going to be playing the truck driver in a truck that looks just like that as Phyllis is hitchhiking in uh, Scrub to Genoa City. And she gets, she, uh, he says, where you head to? And she says, Genoa City. She gets in the truck and zooms off. So it's a, a, apparently J, JFP is playing homage to the very first episode. So well, why wouldn't they do that? Viewers, with, well, wouldn't they do that with Adam instead of Phyllis? Well, no, because so, Adam's got his whole Adam's got his whole setup. He's got his money and stuff. That's why Phyllis is dirt poor. She ain't got a pot to piss in. She's still wearing her damn scrubs. But if you watch Y&R on Labor Day, that was the the episode that they replayed. They replayed that first episode. Oh, they did. So it's, yeah, they did. Oh, they replayed I didn't that know exact that. first episode. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that because because I, I, I don't watch it on TV, so I didn't know that. Oh wow. Yep. But you don't, anybody who wants did. to watch they, the first episode is on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's great. That was interesting. Love and and guess what? I have, I have a, a little thing to tell Kyle. He's going to either scream or something. Guess who was in the very first episode of y and I'll never guess. random wild guess. Deidre I'll Hall. never guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she, sure, she was Brad's wife at the time. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if Brad I would see. I only remember Deidre Hall. I remember her from. A, I do remember her from Days, but also Electric Woman and Dinah Girl when that was on. So I do. Oh, I, oh what my if, God! I love. I what do you wait? Fondness, I have a fondness for Miss Hall. I just don't. Yeah, think you that do. She's the greatest actress nowadays. No. <laughs> what about that show with Wilfred Brimley and Shannon Doherty? Hello, how do you not remember that? Oh, I remember it. I just didn't want to bring it up. No. Oh, I want to bring on. That was my favorite Deidre Hall role. But my favorite Deidre Hall moment while we're talking about her is when, in the 90s, when Sammy switched the birth of Belle and she found out. And she's like, Sammy. And she did the huff and she, she like, reared back and slapped Sammy. I kept thinking to myself, why did Sammy just move? Like, 
she's taken five years to slap her. Why doesn't she just move? It's just, it was like a slow motion Austin Powers. No, down the hallway slap. So I just. I'm I sorry. It's 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 hard to think that that's one of her best moments when she's the woman has been possessed and was the Salem stalker and she put her put um, alien baby Cassie she killed her and stuffed her in a pinata. I mean that and then no had a oh, tiger my favorite had a had a tiger attack for Tony who I unbeknownst mm-hmm. to me Tyle Penglis is now is on General Hospital. Yeah, he is. He's Victor. Yeah, wow. and he was Victor back in the day too because um, something you don't know because you're not a freak like me, Pat Falcon Smith wrote all the crazy stuff. She created Marlena. She created Stefano. She created all this stuff. Well, she went over to General Hospital after she was fired from Days and created the Cassidines, created Luke and Laura. She created all this stuff. The Quartermains, I think. So, no, wait, no. The Quartermains were created by Douglas Marlin, but she created all the craziness on both of those shows. So that's why Theo was on both of those shows. Gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just talk for you. So um, now that we've kind of dispersed into our soap chat, so how do yeah. we want to round this up? Any any parting words before we kind of take off? And then, or David, did you want to kind of make any kind of um, thoughts or talk about what we're going to do next week? Is Doug going to host that one? Because Dallas, I think, is still going to be away. Yeah, Dallas is going to be away. So Doug can host that one. I'm giving him a week to come up with topics. Bitch, bit together. Um, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll have my list mm. by tonight, unlike, unlike Kyle. So don't worry about that. Ooh, shade was thrown, bitches. Shade was thrown. <laughs> um, Nothing, no shade. Nothing, no shade. Um, I think that I want to wrap up by saying thank you so much for listening. I am excited about what the future holds for myself and my other co-hosts. It seems like everything's going in the right direction for everybody, and I just couldn't be happier. I really couldn't. Well, I agree. It's, it's, and it's, I agree with that too. It's all good, good things. You know, it's just like they, the old saying: "All good things come to those who wait." Well, we've waited a hell of a long time, so fucking like mm-hmm. <laughs> preach, girl, preach. <laughs> Doug, anything you want to say? Anything you want to? Uh, well, uh, just to piggyback back to, I keep on saying piggyback. I don't know. I picked that up somewhere. Mm-hmm. I just thought I could piggyback. But anyway, it's very uh, corporate. I want to. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe that's it. Yes, let me get all professional here. Uh, uh, not those, bareback. Say, well, that's oh it. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to bareback <laughs> over here to Kyle. And <laughs> <laughs> it got real. It got okay. real. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, speaking of the first episode of Young and the Restless, I'm getting ready to tweet that out to you guys. And also, if you were if you're fans of Young and the Restless, this is just a little plug because I really want people to listen to this interview. Um, I had Cameron Grimes, who plays Mariah, used to be Cassie, now twin sister Mariah, on Young and the Restless. I had her on Monday, uh, so be sure to go to onairwithdouglas.com for that. Uh, it was a great little 15-minute interview. Uh, 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 David listened to it. And then Friday, just a couple days ago, for General Hospital fans, I had the actors who played Lucas, Brad, and Felix. Song, which is um, Mark, uh, Perry, and uh, Ryan. So, and that's for a half hour. And that was a really fun episode to uh, to get, get with all those three. So, just want to, you know check those out if you're a soap fan. So, that's all I have to say. Awesome. Thank you for listening to us tonight. What do you think yeah. of that? Uh, did you did you Kyle get a chance to listen to those yet? If not, uh, since you're a GH fan, you, you might want to. I will, uh, you know, you know, and you know, just to be and to <laughs> put my cards out on the table and just be. <laughs> 
you know, full um, disclosure, I will not wish to listen to the Cameron thing. I'm sure it's a great interview, but I could give a two shits about her. Um, but I will listen okay. to the guy oh, okay. hospital. Well, I mean, I don't know her career. Why would I want to listen to her? Well, that's true. Okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, well, you know, well, I'm sure it's a great interview. I'm sure you do an excellent job. I mean, I, I've listened to many of your shows, but typically I want to watch an interview with someone that I actually are interested in. Yeah. So, but I will listen to the okay. General Hospital guys, definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, at least listen to my interview with Lamone. Um, Are you going to no. listen to that, bitch? No. He is so good, though. Whatever, whore. I'm sorry. Yeah, you are sorry. Is, is, is there a way just to listen to what you say and not what he says? But you know what, though? And Doug will attest to this. <laughs> he blows your mind. He is so gracious. And you he's nothing like Mason. I, I don't know how to describe it. He's just... No, I, I have I was no doubt that by how the man is the, the man is probably a lovely individual. It's not, like mm. like we've talked about in the past, and kind of like what you said something about um, that um, awful Crystal Khalil actress. Um, that it's mm. never really about the person; it's more about the role. And like for him, it's like I didn't really care. And like I said, it's like, and I hate to be so bitter about about Young and the Restless, but I, I really, you guys, really, I have stopped watching it, and it's been. Months, so it's like I really I I don't want to partake in anything that has something because I'm not going to know what they're talking about, you know. So. Oh, he's not on the show anymore. This was just an update with him. Okay. Whatever. That bitch ain't going to listen, Doug. Whatever. <laughs> that's okay. You can just go ahead and close it up. I mean, uh, I, I that's yeah, that's 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 all. Uh, oh. Uh, also, I just want to, you know, really quick before we go, I just wanted to throw in, you know, um, to anybody that's listening who uh, was affected by um, or uh, uh, has been a part of the 9-11 experience uh, 13 years mm-hmm. ago, my heart goes out to you guys. Um, I, I've already mentioned this on a couple other shows, but, you know, we have different listeners. Just uh, my heart goes out to you. Um, you know, we've seen nothing but uh, documentaries and stuff on every channel this week, as we do every year. And, you know, I just want to recommend one thing that's on uh, Netflix. It's a, it's a documentary that will blow you away and piss you off at the same time and not in a good way. It's, a, it's one called The Woman Who Wasn't There. And I don't know if anybody's seen it on the panel, but if you have Netflix, mm-hmm. go type in The Woman Who Wasn't There. It is going to make you furious of what this woman has done and did. And um, so anyway, that's that, that. And speaking of Netflix, I just I just want to throw this in. If you're on Netflix, they have a brand new update where you can actually, when you're at, you know, looking at your TV shows or you're looking at your movies, instead of where it says, you know, plus my list, where you can add it to your list, there's now a recommend button underneath it. You click recommend, and you can recommend that movie, such as that one I just said. I can recommend it. It'll bring up all of my Facebook friends, and you can send it to your Facebook friends to let the, to let them know, hey, check this out. So that's a new feature that I think is really cool to to be able to share without just saying, hey, uh, you know, tweet out, oh, go look up this movie and this movie. Well, where you can just now recommend it and go straight to their their messages. Okay, I'm done. Goodbye, everybody. Well, no, Thank you for well, it, well, the thing I like about it, just the thing that's kind of cool, is that you can recommend something, and I don't particularly have Netflix, so but it'll still go to me because it's like you're recommending, and I can always try to find other channels to watch it. Exactly. So anyway. Okay, well, I mean, that's it for me. I mean, this week for me is just, um, you know, another week working show and just getting by. So I don't really have any, you know, I don't have any big news, though, to share with as of yet. But um, I don't know if you guys are aware that our, you know, our fall campaign is out there. I don't want to plug my company too much online, but um, on social media, but I'm not really supposed to. But anyway, it is out there. So if you see it or hear about it or tweet about it and you want to know more about it, 
That's about it. Uh, somebody just tweeted me not a very nice mess, not a very nice tweet about the new Phyllis. Oh, shame on her. Well, as long as it's about the new Phyllis and not one of us, then it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's, no, it's not somebody that's listening. It's because I just tweeted out the first episode of Young and Restless and how they're going to be bringing her back, and they're just not happy with Gina. But that's okay. You're never going to please anybody with any recast. So No. Okay. I'm done. So, David, any final thoughts before we kind of wrap this up or kind of say goodnight to each other? Goodnight, Mary Ellen. No, that's it. That's it. I'm, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, as always, it was a sincere pleasure. Um, and then next week, um, I'm sure we'll be getting our topics um, probably in about 20 minutes as opposed to 20 minutes before show. So it'll be much tighter next week. Mm. Yeah. No, I'll wait. Okay. Well, anyway, have a good night. And everyone that's listening, thank you so much. As always, we always really, really appreciate it because it's like we're, only, we're doing it because we get to catch up with each other, but also we love entertaining other people, as you can kind of imagine. Not to mention entertaining ourselves. <laughs> so I guess that's it. So good night. All right. Thank See you, you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, be sure to follow at the spill tea to get everything from David at the spill tea on Twitter and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the spill tea. There, that's, that's a closer for you since we don't have one yet. Thank All you. right. Bye, everybody. Bye.